us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the from the East Bridgewater Studios, it's Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Kerrigan, and of course the most humble, Ben Helsing. <laughs> well, this is it. Hi, everybody. This is our second live show, as opposed to our first one. Yes. And yes. Uh, we're really excited about it. We had a couple of little glitches in the first one, but that was okay. It worked out, <laughs> it worked out all right, if you know what I mean. But uh, we're really excited about this one and really excited about being back at East Bridgewater's Community TV. So, yes, yes. And we want to welcome all our listeners from Pararex, uh, Toginet, mm -hmm. Ghost Channel, and whoever else this signal is being bounced off to. So, <laughs> right. Hopefully a lot of residents in East Bridgewater. Hopefully uh, you're all uh, saying hello, tuning in. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's great to be live. It's a little scary. If I'm a little nervous, don't mind me. It just, uh, it's just different. Saying? What are you saying, Ann? <laughs> what are you saying, Ann? So anyways, um, we're going to be doing this monthly now, right? Uh, yes. Every first yes. Wednesday of the month. Mm -hmm. So if you want to circle your calendar into 2014, um, you'll be all set. 20,000? Yeah, 2014. 2,000. Same thing. <laughs> 20. A few thousand, whatever. So, you had, you had some great events lately. Uh, you know, Halloween is over, thank God. No. No? Not thank God. Wow. Well, I miss Halloween. Yeah, anyways. I'm gearing up for next year. Yeah. So, that's Alrighty. the cool things. But, <laughs> I mean, I really did some really, really cool things. I mean, probably the most surprising thing, and this really blew my mind, is that um, last Wednesday, uh, which was Game 6 oh, yeah. of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Who could think mm -hmm. that? I did a lecture at, uh, Maureen and I did a lecture at uh, Middlesex Community College. Ghost, right. Ghost hunt lecture. Yeah. So you figure game six, which turned out to be the deciding game of the World Series, we figured about three people there. Oh, sucks. It was 70. <laughs> wow. Maybe I'll, some paranormal people aren't sports people. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we could, we could ask, we could ask Dan Gordon that, who's written two books on a haunted baseball. Oh, well. Yeah, well, so, obviously they wanted to see you more than they wanted to see the uh, Red who Sox. Who doesn't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> so anyway, that was good. And then, of course, uh, last Saturday, I, I was able to investigate uh, Bentford Hall oh, in Lenox, amazing. Mass. amazing, yeah. Which is absolutely cool. Do you know that place, though? They were going to tear that down and make a nursing home out of it. That's and, awful. Um, well, the thing was, you could stand in like the dining room now and look all the way up to the sky, mm -hmm. and there was wow. nothing there. They had taken down all the panels and everything else, and we're going to sell them and everything else. So this group stepped in and took over, and they've rebuilt the whole thing. It's absolutely gorgeous. Well, you saw the pictures. I saw right? the pictures. It yeah. looks fantastic. On my Facebook page, which is Ronald Kolick, and of course we have a Facebook page too, which is Ghost Chronicles Dash Next Generation. Yes. Hop on there and like us. Yeah, so, and you also have another page, which is... Cemetery Tripping. Oddly enough, 
I think we have a cemetery tripping. Yes, we do. So can we play can that? Can we roll that cemetery clipping, tripping clip? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we're rolling. Okay, we have them. Okay. <laughs> right? I guess. Welcome to Cemetery Tripping, where I will feature a different cemetery in each episode that I hope you will seek out and enjoy as much as I do. As an avid taphophile, or lover of tombstones, I spend a lot of time in the local New England area in the beautiful and historic cemeteries we have here. The stones here are like no others, and I have literally thousands of pictures of the intricate and symbolic carvings found on them. You can see my pictures on Facebook by doing a search for Cemetery Tripping. Today I'd like to talk about some common cemetery symbolism. People often ask me, what do the carvings mean on older stones? Come on with me and I'll show you some examples. Perhaps the most common Puritan era carving was a death's head. The skull representing the human mortality with the wings being symbolic of the soul's ascent to heaven. And this is probably one of the biggest things that you will see in a Puritan era cemetery called the Death's Head. This one also has some great crossed bones over the top of it, which is another symbol of mortality. And it's often tossed in with the sexton's tools, which would be a coffin, a shovel, pick, and again, the crossed bones. Memento Mori, often accompanying a Death's Head, this literally means, remember thy death. The Puritans thought of death daily and literally counted the hours on earth, and often this was reflected on their tombstones. A willow. This symbol was used during the Victorian era. It is often pictured with an urn, which symbolizes the remains of the mortal soul. This was a symbol of rejuvenation, because after a willow has a broken branch, it will often regrow it. So it's a symbol of life after death. These are just a few of the many symbolic carvings you'll find on older gravestones. I hope you'll recognize them next time you're wandering through a cemetery like me. Hi, and welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I hope you liked my cemetery tripping. I don't know, what I didn't I see say? it, so what can I tell you? <laughs> I actually have to see it after the show, so there yes. you go. Hopefully yes. it was good. But we would like to introduce our guest now. Yes, we do have a guest. And we would like to welcome Michael Markowitz, author and EVP specialist. Yay! Hi, Mike. How are you? Good, how are you? Great. Awesome. This is nice being in the new studio. I know. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it's we, really, uh, really nice. So you were the old one before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that's right, because you guys work together on East Bridgewater's most uh, crazy, I mean, haunted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we were on a team for uh, many, many years. Yeah. 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 Mike and I and my niece, Sarah, my husband, Tom, and various and sundry other people kind of came and went. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Including uh, you, Ron. I did. That's when I first Aww. met you. Was, yeah. uh Fort Revere. Revere. Fort Revere. Right. Anne reached out to me. I've been uh, paying for it ever since. That's right. You know it. You love it. 
I was just thinking that. <laughs> well, and uh, Mike is the author. Let me just hold up his book here. Uh, of Ouch. EVP Massachusetts Ghostly Voices, um, Electronic Voice Phenomenon, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices. And it comes with a DVD. And it comes. Yes, it does. There's a DVD in Woo! the back. So you can get all freaked out and uh, scare yourself with uh, listening to the EVPs. Uh, but uh, what have you, uh, what do we, so what, you, what, if, what have listen, I done? Wait a minute, Mike, <laughs> wouldn't that be great to listen to your EVP while you're like in bed just before you fall asleep? I think he does. You could. <laughs> Don't you do that anyways? It's not really bedtime reading. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you get like voices in your dreams and stuff? Uh, you, if that's what you're going for. I don't know. If you want that to happen, maybe hmm. you could welcome it. I was just curious. You know? <laughs> yeah. Tweet his own. Anyways, I'll turn that over to you before I so rudely interrupted you. So um, Mike has brought us a number of uh, EVPs to listen to tonight. And um, do well, I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to. Okay. Because we might have we have new listeners and new yes. viewers, so somebody might not know what an EVP is. So, Mike, do you want to handle that? <laughs> sure. Um, they're basically um, voices that show up on audio recording. Um, you know, when you listen back to it, so you make an audio recording, you ask ask a bunch of questions, and then you listen, and all of a sudden there's other voices that show up. That's what the electronic voice phenomenon is. And sometimes it could be other sounds as well. It could be footsteps or gunshot, you know, something like that that um, all of a sudden just pops up. That's what makes it really, you know, it's just crazy when that happens because it's, you can't explain it because you were there recording. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it so exciting. It's like, wow, this is really something something going on here and you can't explain it, you know. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a fascinating uh, topic of discussion and research because... Uh, it um, lends itself, at least in my belief, more to the spiritual realm other than any kind of uh, other inter interference with, which has been reported. So mm -hmm. for me, it's directly related to spirit activity. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody is, or a lot of people, well, at least six, have seen White Noise, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was pretty scary, but... It started it, off pretty good, and then it went downhill with all the mumbo-jumbo yeah. Hollywood, you know. So, I mean, do you think... It, in a way, it's a, it's a true representation, only Hollywoodized. It, like I said, it started off good. I mean, I haven't seen that movie since it came out in the theaters, so I don't mm -hmm. remember it all that well. Do you know they made two of them? Do they? Yeah, see, there mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. Well, there's always got to be a sequel. Sequel. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Do you, and I know there's so many times, um, you know, we've investigated someplace and Maybe not a whole lot else was happening, but you have a huge amount of EVPs, mm. even though we might not have a lot of um, personal experiences. Right. Um, I mean, that happens a lot, I think, I don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. That's where all your evidence comes from, Yeah. is um, with your audio, uh, because it deals directly with communication. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, we don't, we don't really communicate with, um, with sight. I mean, it's an aid. To communication, but our true communication is voice. It's spoken word, right. and um, that's why I think that EVP is a, is the the the, uh, the best way that a spirit can interact with us. If it was all visual, if we had no voice boxes, and we took our communication from cues of motion, sign language, or something like that, then maybe they'd appear to us more. Hmm. The dynamics would be different. But because I think we communicate with the spoken word. 
and that's how they communicate as well because after all they're just us on the other side right wouldn't that be an interesting experiment is to do sign language and see if you would get a response that's a good evp wise yeah. or, or why maybe not visual. Or a, de- a deaf person yeah you never know something could appear to them or Hmm. It's intriguing. I mean, that's that's what I love about the field is it was is we're into the unknown. We don't know where we're going or what was can happen or what even the spirit can do. Right. And um, so it's it's so fascinating. And and nothing is really stupid. You can try anything. And, and hey, it may work, may not work. Right. Right. Well, I guess I guess that's a future experiment. You know. Yeah. It's a lot of experimentation. There's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And when you find something that works for you, you just stick with it. Right. For me, it was audio recording, so. Right. Wow. So how did you get involved with audio recordings? And basically had an experience with it. You know, a uh, friend of mine listened to a recording that she had made late one night, and she came across the scream of a woman <laughs> uh, that wasn't there at the time that they recorded, obviously. And um, she brought it to a Halloween party, and she was passing the headphones around, and People were all reacting to it, and I said, well, what's going on? So I put the headphones on, and that was it. And I heard that, and I knew I was going to be recording for a long, long time. Right. You know, it's it a, a true calling of life, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. that moment was the moment that I knew I'd be recording. Mm-hmm. So it's wow. pretty cool, yeah. And, and that's funny because, I mean, <clears throat> we've been known to throw the uh, occasional party at my house. and uh, <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> I go... <laughs> I go upstairs and here's Mike. He's got his headphones. He's got his laptop and he's got this big group of people around him and he's like passing the headphones around. And I'm like, oh, here's where all my guests went. <laughs> Can't help but, it sometimes. Uh, I know. I get, I get real worked up with yeah. it because it's so exciting. Um, and I think that's one of the points that people, I think, miss is that this field is so, just so exciting. Mm-hmm. If you think about it in the terms of how it was recorded, you know, in the book I described this. Uh, you know, EVPs is kind of like, um, you know, when you record Niagara Falls and you play that back for somebody, all you hear is a bunch of white noise, basically a bunch of rumbling. You know, um, it can't really project what it's like to be there. So we're left with voices on our recorders and you listen to the voices. Now you have to take that leap the same way you do as if you would recorded uh, Niagara Falls and try to put some kind of a, a mindset to it. And... Um, that's something that I kind of developed over time with this stuff because I've got thousands of recordings to be able to group some of the stuff together. But um, it's, it's, that's what makes it so exciting when you kind of start unraveling it in your own mind of what you think's going on. Mm-hmm. Then you can absolutely do it. The theory is all there. You just have to kind of congeal it together with your personal experiences mm. along with your hard evidence, which is audio recordings, and it starts to paint the picture. Right. And I kind of agree with you because... Um, you know, EVP to me has always had that wow factor, especially when it yeah. first came out. Oh, Everybody yeah. went like, wow, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we've got these ghost machines and the hack shacks and everything else and ghost radar and it's spitting out right. words all over the place. Okay. And, uh, you know, so it has diminished a little bit in the wow factor and that. But still, I mean, when someone doesn't believe or are or, or on that cusp where they're, they're not sure, uh, you play a good EVP for them, and, and they, especially if you're there, they're there when recorded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they simply go nuts over yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we did Spectral Evidence. We've done it 10 years as part of the, the uh, Festival of the Dead. And last, uh, this past Halloween season, the last thing we did was an EVP workshop, and we did some recording. 
and they asked three simple questions. In fact, uh, Leslie Martin did. And uh, the last one was basically a big scream, uh, but it was a, an answer, but it was just, you know, off the chart. You know what it like, it's yeah, yeah. like, right? Yeah, yeah. So when we played that back and, and people heard, they were there when, when, when she said this stuff, and, and uh, we had two recorders going, so the other one didn't pick up anything. And then this one here, uh, boy, they just, I got so many emails saying, wow, you, you know, I wasn't believing, mm -hmm. you know, I heard that, and, you know, I really changed. So I really still think EVP mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. agree with you on that. It really <laughs> has the wow factor. It, right. it really does, uh, especially when they're starting to call your name repeatedly, mm -hmm. you know, first name, last name. Um, sometimes it's a woman, sometimes it's a man, you know, and you kind of start to realize that you always have somebody around you, wow. you know. So do you begin to recognize these spirits that are around you, that the ones that actually... Re I wish answer. I could, but it, I don't. Uh, I don't have a, um, uh, a mediumistic quality to mm -hmm. me as far as the live stuff goes, unless I have the headphones on. If I have my recorder on, I got the headphones on, I hear them live uh, quite regular, regularly, especially during an investigation. I'll just write down time after time, hit after hit after hit after hit after hit, and it's just continual. Uh, I can I can knock down 80, 100 hits within two hours. Wow. And then listen to it back, and sure enough, there's EVP, EVP, EVP. And now I'm starting to respond to them where I can actually record a two-way conversation with the spirit. Wow. And I've got some examples of that. I, don't know, I didn't bring any tonight because this is, I mean, there's so many different topics. There's so right. many different right. methods. There's so many different things. But um, this is where I think everybody can take EVP. There's a structure to it. As a school, and once you finish and you get to the end, your personal experiences are going to be extraordinary to you, and also the communication is going to open up more. But I think it's all a learned thing. Right. We have a question from our chat room. And and speaking about that, if it, people do want to um, ask questions, how can they do that, Anne? Um, you can go into our TogiNet chat room. At, or ParaX. Uh, or ParaX. Uh, TogiNet is www. TOGINet.com. Um, hop in the chat room and, and put your question in there. And we have a couple of uh, nice girls here on the set with us who are monitoring the chat room and uh, putting our questions up on a teleprompter for us to see. Um, and if uh, you have ParaX open too, as mm -hmm. well, yes. um, ParaX chat room, it's uh, para, P A R A X.com. And uh, go in you the chat room there. All that, huh? Hey, I know. You your memory stinks. Pretty amazing fast. for I'm an fast. old broad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that I, we I, we do have a question. I'm not sure which chat room this is from. That's uh, Tojinet. Um, Tojinet. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Anna would like to know, Mike, what is the clearest EVP you have ever heard, and do you remember what it said? Um, well, I brought a clear one, mm -hmm. a really clear one. Yeah. Um, this was at the uh, Abington Country Store up on Route 18 in Abington. It's, a, uh, it's an really antique shop, uh, wonderful inside there. Excellent owners, they're, mm -hmm. they're wonderful people. Um, and just to set this up, I was recording on the second floor, looking downstairs, and the, uh, the, the owner, Lisa, was looking up at me, and I was the only one upstairs. And um, I had heard some things live, it was actually a boy, uh, talking and, and singing and whatnot, and I, I could hear that. So I was questioning her about it, and, I, and I'm saying, yeah, I don't think it's anybody outside. And she says, I doubt it. She speaks over me. And that's the only time that she said doubt it. And then in a mimic fashion, a woman says, doubt it, 
and a monotone kind of a voice immediately after I stop talking. Oh, wow. So if you've played the, yes. uh, the doubt, we, have that one? We, we actually, we do have this clip. And uh, this, uh, for our control room people, Russ in the control room, this is clip number two, entitled Doubt It. Okay. We're going to work on I thought maybe it would be summer outside, but the weather's so bad there probably wouldn't I be any kids it. out there. Doubt it. Can we play that one more time? Play it one more time. I thought maybe it would be someone outside, but the weather's so bad there probably wouldn't be any kids out there. Doubt it. For the audience, probably heard it. I'm sure it's that second one right after I finish speaking. That voice is a real EVP. That's a real person speaking. Wow. That close to the microphone because I have my recorder. And um, she had to have been so close because the proximity effect she must have been literally right next standing right next to me when she spoke and i didn't hear it yeah it just showed up on the recording that's awesome that was really loud too because i put the clips together it's a very loud loud clip yeah Yeah. that brings up another uh, question i guess is uh that you say is very clear well there are other ones that are not so clear and and some that are really horrible actually um is there a classification of them, and how, how do you classify them? I don't. Okay. <laughs> Personally, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. If you hear it, you hear it. If you don't hear it, that's okay. You put a class to it, I'm not sure what that's supposed to do. It's not going to increase your hearing ability. It's not going to make it any more intelligible for you. It's practice that's going to do that for you. Cool. So the classification, I, know I don't deal with it at all. Um, you're going to interpret something different than I do, which is very, very common with this except for the really clear clear ones like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, in that instance, well, it's obviously doubted. Everyone can, you know, can understand it. Right. But there's a lot that comes over that's embedded in other noises on your footsteps that you're walking around, and there is a voice on every step, mm-hmm. uh, something of that nature. But um, that's just the way that it is. And I, like I said, it's A, B, C. I think they even have D now. Yeah, I don't know why. What would it be like? You know, know. the garbage disposal. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there you go. And in that too, you know, editing software has come uh, a long way too. With the uh, the age of the computer, opened up so many different fields. Um, Back in you know when I was in high school, you know, you had to have a um, you know a a recorder, a large recorder, in order to record like music or something on. Now every every kid has a recording system with them on their phone. Right. Right. You, mm-hmm. you can go online and get free software, and you can record your band if you have a computer. Right. It's so it's that simple now. Right. So times have changed, and the software has gotten really good too. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, you know, about the software. To, to clean them up. And the, yeah, the cleaning up. I mean, you can clean them to death. I mean, you can take them, you can reverse them, you can do all yeah, kinds of stuff with them. I mean, when, what does it get to the point of where we're just really uh, trying to make them fit something rather than really accept them for what they are? Yeah. Well, I think with, if you're careful with it and you understand um, a sound a little bit of what you're listening to and how to shape it properly, and you don't take out frequencies that interfere with the human voice, um, you can do it. You can do it really well. And there's also some really good software out there that a lot of people don't um, typically buy. You know, you, you're going to spend a thousand dollars on a CD. 
yeah. or maybe four, five, five thousand dollars on a CD plus like some forensic software. Right. That's so uh, it's so detailed that you need to take a class on it right. in order to know how to use it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, stuff like that you can do a lot with, much more than any most people who are in the field. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing, and, and it's actually one of the weaknesses in ghost hunting is that people don't do their homework. Uh, you know, for instance, the, the flare camera, it's not audio, but it's, you know, an expensive piece of equipment, oh, yeah. and it is equipment. Mm -hmm. But sh people just grab it and they use it. They right. do yeah. not even read the, read the manual. No. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I just got another flare, and, and I'm taking a, a uh, course in it. Because I want to know what this is actually capturing and what, what's the flaws in it. And, and there are flaws in every system. Mm -hmm. And you've got to know the little nuances, too. That's so right. that's the way you do it. Uh, Absolutely. But uh, we don't do enough uh, studying, really, okay. of, of our equipment. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what's funny, too? You talk about, you brought up the word forensic. Mm. And um, I think you were on this email thread as well that... Um, our friend, the, the, the granny, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> sent oh, us a photo of the paranormal yeah, granny. Yeah. Hey, granny. That's right. Um, very nice lady, Kathy Caslin. Oh, she's um, a sweetheart. Sent us a picture because, um, you know, we're kind of fringe members of her group as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, Worcester Paranormal. <clears throat> and she sent this picture out to us a couple weeks back and said, what's your opinion? She didn't say, ah, yes or no. She just said, you know, these are some people, and it was on uh, Block Island. Was it Block Island? Uh, I think so. Uh, so, you know, we all looked at it, and I mean, the first thing I thought of when I looked at it was, that's a really cool picture. But then, you know, I looked yeah. at it some more, and I thought, it's a little too cool. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm like, it's so with Photoshop now and all the different little ghost apps and things like that, I'm like, Unless I knew the person personally who took that photo. Right. And I knew, like, they took it on their camera and turned to me and said, look at this, you know. Yeah, that would be different. Then I would believe them. But I don't, you know, people send me stuff all the time, and I'm like, you know. And sure enough, she sent it off to uh, Michael, Baker. Michael Baker. And he literally did a... Deconstructed. Yeah, he deconstructed the picture, did all his forensic... Uh, mm -hmm. evidence, and he said it was photoshopped. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely 100% photoshopped. And the woman's husband who sent the picture then admitted, That's right. Oh, well, I was playing a joke on you. That's right. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's your wife's mm -hmm. expense because look what happened. Right. You know, and now this, so. this is a, a tribute to Mike's um, ability to use yeah. what he's learned over, yeah. over time. You need to know um, your and stuff. people have sent me audio files, too. I get, I get, also get things through email and whatnot, and um, and I've got, you know, people sending me things that I know have been faked. You know, I mean, if if you're in the field, don't try to pull the wool over my eyes right. with something. Right, right, right. I don't say anything. Yeah. But I know it's fake. You know it's and I know it's very easy to yeah. tell, um, because there's certain things that just they're just red flags immediately. Right. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you look into it, and you get on that computer, you're like, there it is. There's my answer. So. Right. The field is full of people like that um, because in, in doing this kind of research, and this kind of ties into a lot of paranormal groups as well, um, you realize that studying all this ghost stuff, it becomes personal to you, and it, that yeah. becomes the reason why you're doing it more than your friends or um, you know, uh, even the client. Yeah, the client wants some answers. You can probably give them some ideas of what you think is going on, but that's basically where it stops. 
the, the whole journey behind this whole field of study is personal. It's your journey of your life, how you're interacting with right. this stuff. And I'm telling you, it, it will change you. When, when you're into it uh, and these personal experiences start happening of um, not only seeing things but touching things and experiencing things on different levels, um, it totally changes you. Then you start to realize, okay, this is more about me than it is playing stuff with my yeah, buddies. that's true, <laughs> yeah. We have another question. Um, this is from uh, Sauce. Oh, it's from Nate. <laughs> Sauce Nam. <laughs> Sauce or Nam. Sauce uh, Nathan, what is the best method of capturing EVP? Asking questions, just talking with others, or a mixture of the two? Yep, that, that's uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above, because um, in all those instances, you'll find EVPs. Mm -hmm. So each individual, absolutely, each point, absolutely will work. Uh, silence, I record, I've set up uh, microphones throughout the house and left the house for a half an hour and then go back in mm -hmm. and do that the whole entire night without anybody in there. That's great. And you get, you capture things. Right. You know, we do things like quiet time. Mm -hmm. um, and during, qu quiet, and during time. quiet time, you get 10 minutes of nothing yeah. but silence and all of a sudden something will pop up, uh, something like bootsteps. Oh, yes. Um, we do have more questions, but let's play okay. this EVP because we do have a number to play. This, um, this clip for us in the control room, this is clip number one, bootsteps. somebody walking on the floor mm -hmm. except the floor was carpeted <laughs> and that Oops. rustling that you hear is me putting this recorder down on the bed because I was sitting in a chair yeah. the bed was here and quiet time had started so I wanted to put my recorder down so I didn't uh, have any handling noise ah, so right. then I put it on the bed ah. and it was during that time that somebody was walking down the hall oh my god and the people downstairs heard it and after the uh, the quiet time was done they started yelling at us for walking around during quiet time because they, <laughs> they thought it was us. Oh and we God. were sitting down. We, wow. weren't, we weren't making a move. We were absolutely sitting down, absolutely still and quiet. Can, can we play, yeah, Russ, can no, we play we that play clip one more time? Yeah. One more time. between That's crazy. The, the legs. Carpeted, Unbelievable. Carpeted floor. Yeah, <laughs> on a carpeted floor. And what's interesting, Love too, it. is now, you know, because you, you kind of start to um, pick up how it sound a little bit, but notice how the, the, the footsteps sound on the floor, almost like a wooden drum. It has yeah. a, a, a reverberance to it, mm -hmm. because I believe back in the day, it was just wooden planks on top of wood, and with the you know, downstairs they below, mm -hmm. and it's all wooden structure all around it. So right. you're basically in like an echo chamber almost, or like a reverb chamber. So the, the sound of those boots are very resonant as mm -hmm. it walks. Mm. You know, it's uh, that's one of my favorite ones too because nice. it's. I think it's. Uh, I just, I just love it. <laughs> no, uh, we have another question. Okay. Oh, they're flowing in here. This one's from John. Do you ever use spirit box uh, like in uh, Ghost Adventurers? I, I guess 
I do. Yeah, that's the only toy that I use. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have one I built. I saw it online. It's so like a hack shack? Or yeah, a, yeah. 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 And um, I use it, and uh, I absolutely love it. That's the only thing that I use because it deals with communication. It's spoken voice. So anything that deals with the spoken voice, I'll, I will use. I've, I've tried different things. Um, I try shortwave radios and other things like that, and they work too, believe it or not. You turn the dial. And you ask questions while you're physically turning the dial really? on a shortwave radio, mm -hmm. and you record the output, and you listen back, and you'll hear. You'll hear. I voices. think that's the key to is recording the the thing because you you get involved with a lot of matrixing or yeah uh, or yeah. where you actually you know want to hear different things. Your brain's trying to put well, it comes in so fast. To it. I know. You know these things come. Yeah. They come in. Oh, and yeah. ha it's very hard to decipher what they say. Live. I have the it's worst. I have the worst time with those. Yeah. So if you, if you do it like you do an EVP, yeah. where you actually record yeah. it, you can yes. actually go back and analyze. You can it. break it down, slow yeah. it down, and um, it's absolutely amazing things come through those. Wow. You get sentences that are half female, half male. Mm -hmm. They say one sentence, but they're made up of two different people. Oh, it's fascinating yeah. stuff. It kills me. It's like we have so many of these electronic devices now, like the Obelisk, for instance. Mm -hmm. Now, the Obelisk is, what, $260. Yeah. So you, you put this Obelisk on, right? Mm. And then it says, like, and you say, oh, did you hear that? It said, what? It said, what? <laughs> and then, you know, two people hear different things. So for another $120, you can get the digital readout. Oh, and actually, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So $400 <laughs> in this little baby that's actually... Uh, I don't know how much more effective it is than just it's, doing EVPs. Well, or here's the thing. Doesn't that stray away from what you should be doing, which is bridging that gap, you know, making the veil that's in your mind really thin so you actually communicate? Depending on something else to do that, it doesn't work, and it's not going to help you grow as an investigator. Mm -hmm. Why don't you spend the money on a recorder so you can record the voices as they happen? Mm -hmm. Plug the earphones in and listen to your environment live. Mm -hmm. That's that's how you experience things. And, and those grow. those those boxes, mm -hmm. those the the what is it? Spirit the box. obelisk. The obelisk. Okay. They're pre-programmed right. with X amount of words. Right. It's only going to spit out whatever its range of words is, seventy words, a hundred words. Right. And it's just going to cycle through those words, and and sure, maybe it's going to spit the word out five times. But that's you all always get you're, the investigators you know, say, okay, this word wasn't even get. programmed into it, and it came out. You, you'll hear that often. I have. Right? Yeah. And uh, they'll say, okay, no, that's proof of it. But, I, I you know, I, I kind of agree. You know what? I, to me, I'd rather just use a stupid ghost radar. And I think, it, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I think it has just as much uh, validity as a stupid obelisk or even a hack shot. Yeah. And, and, not me. Well, let me let me say that, that because <laughs> when Africa when I first came out, I was like you. I said, okay, this is a piece of junk, right? Yeah. But then you know, I started thinking about if spirit can manipulate things, if it can move a ball for if there's a child spirit, if you can take a trigger device and move that, or materialize, or put its voice in it, why couldn't it manipulate a piece of uh, electronic equipment? So I have used it in a couple of cases with pretty good results. I mean, and at the book shack when I did the event there. Yeah. Um, it worked out really well in that I had these two girls I took up from the audience. We sat down. They held hands. They started singing. And all of a sudden, the ghost radar comes up nuts. So I make a joke like, oh, the spirits <laughs> thinks we're nuts. But they turn white. And the next thing I know, it says eating. And what is that? And then another one came up, uh, die. And this whole story came up. And what it was, 
is these two girls knew this gentleman, a young young uh, boy, who died of nut allergy before eating nuts, and he died before the paramedics could get there, and it just happened not that long ago. So you can say whatever you want, but <laughs> wow. to them, they believe that that was them. And, uh, you know, yes. it's a little hard thing. And, and the other thing, when it first came out, I went to my paranormal study group with it, and I, there was a little boy that died in Maine. Uh, remember, he was murdered by his mother. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it was a big case around yeah. here. But, uh, anyway, so it first came out when they first found the body. I cut out the article, and I brought it into the paranormal study group. And we read that article, and we sat around and let the, the ghost radar just spit out words, right? And that's what it did. So it recorded them all. So a month later, they had found out the mother had killed it and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I cut the article out, and we re-met at the paranormal study group, and we compared the words that we had to the words in the article. And, you know, some of them you can make fits, it was kind of obvious, but there were so many really distinctive hits, like Texas, the mother was from Texas, Navy, her son was in Navy, plane, a little boy who had a plane in this thing, uh, praying, she was found reading the Bible, it had car in it. I mean, it, it even had the name of the lawyer, which was Murphy. It was oh way above wow. the average. Yeah. So, you know what? <laughs> Maybe there is a little validity to it. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, we I have to be those, open-minded. Yeah. Sometimes you get too I think close. You could, I think that you can get results from basically anything. It's just that I don't want to deal with, personally, I don't want to deal with something that's not giving me that direct communication. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that's okay. why I rely on my ears, you know, because that's just how I am. Other people rely on other things, yeah. you know, like mediums. They see things, they sense things much differently than most oh, people. Oh, you become do. a medium in a, in a way. In, in a way you do. Okay. In a way you do. You okay. draw it closer to you, mm -hmm. you know, and you're more aware of it. So. We've got some other cool ones here, and uh, I'd uh, like to get a couple do. more in because I know yeah. we're getting and I know, time. Yeah, I know we've got some more questions, too. Oh, we do? Okay. Yeah, so. we're going to get to your question, guys. We're, we're, oh, let's, we are let's coming. do my favorite, the gunshot. Can shot. we do the gunshot? Yeah, because um, you guys did that together, right? Yes, this was an investigation. Um, Russ, uh, for your uh, control room, it's uh, clip number three, which is the gunshot. Do you want to say it? I was so we'll we will play that again in a second. Um, hold off on replay on that. Um, this was an investigation uh, that Mike and I did together with our team, East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. Um, it was at the uh, Scott Keith House, which uh, is a historical home here in East Bridgewater. And uh, when we recorded that, we would just simply, uh, I was talking to the family uh, about a personal experience that I had, which was smelling rose perfume um, while we were putting out microphones in the house. It was just the two of us in the house. Um, so, you know, I was just relating this story to them. We were all just hanging mm -hmm. out in the kitchen, yeah. and, <laughs> and Mike was recording the whole time. And we heard that gunshot over what I was speaking to the family about. Yeah, about your experience about smelling the roses. And yeah. never, obviously, never heard a gunshot, never heard anything. Yeah. But um, There was a lot of people in the room, too. Yeah. And nobody heard anything. Yeah. You know, and you can actually hear the reverb in the room of that thing. And it also, it goes off the decibel register off my computer. Oh, it's o crazy. Over 120 decibels. Oh, it's wow. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is really loud. Do we play that one more time? Um, yes. Could we play that again, Russ, please? Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, 
keeps him whoever's around is you have a big candle on the bureau yep. that's grapefruit yep. or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool recording. It's one of my favorites because it's yeah. so powerful. It is. It's and there's a lot to it. You get a punch. You have a really good speaker system. You really hear the punch and the reverb within the room. That's what makes it really cool. Some of our some of our control room people are going, "Oh my God! Oh wow!" Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> but wild. that is a that is a wild, uh, really wild EVP. Now, now this brings up a whole other topic of discussion of it's a nonverbal communication. Yeah. It's not a spirit speaking anymore. Like the bootsteps, it's nonverbal. Yet you get the artifact of an event that a human being has done. So somebody shot the gun. Somebody right. walks down the hall. And um, th this, I kind of explain this is because uh, it happens because it's a form of communication, because it's something that somebody did in their life. Mm -hmm. Somebody did walk down that hall. Somebody did take a gunshot. Um, and that, that is stored in your memory as live and exciting as it did happen at the time. When you remember this after death, all that memory comes back to you as you lived it, as clear as it is now. And all those things come back. So when you're a free-form spirit on the other side, this is how these things occur to us. It's coming from a person. Mm -hmm. I don't think that any object is going to store human consciousness. That's something that I don't think God does. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think whoever made us in a spirit right. will what, put what about the, the energy What about the that? famous drawbridge in Scotland where, where they've actually gotten EVPs of the drawbridge mm -hmm. even though the drawbridge is gone? But I think that that is coming from somebody. I don't. I, sounds of a weird thing, you know what I mean? And there, there could be other sources for it, just like a record. It's mm -hmm. not coming from a person. It's coming right. from an object. So is it possible? Absolutely. Um, it's just that I think in certain instances, like footsteps, I don't think the floor is holding the information. I right. think it's coming from spirit. Right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Another question? Quick question sure. uh, from a chat room from Masquatch. Uh, how often do you do an investigation and get nothing out of it? Never. Never. Nope. You always get EVPs. Always. Yeah. Actually, you don't even have to be in an investigation. You get <laughs> no. Right. To get <laughs> That's true. I guess I'm just walking down the hall. I, I record, <laughs> I record um, um, white noise made by people, for instance, a crowd. Um, you know, if I'm at an event, for instance, in East Bridgewater's High School, the old one, mm -hmm. uh, before a jazz band or whatever, I'd record the crowd and I'd capture things in, in okay. the crowd. I've been at parties. Uh, I recorded trains going by and caught voices over the train, like an angelic little note, a little, uh -huh, little, little hmm. note. It doesn't matter where you are, in, your, in my car, all, everywhere. Oh, doesn't matter where you are. Right. I actually have a question for you, on, and this goes to that. Now, if you can see the Mike's recorder. He's got yeah. uh, a really good recorder. Yeah, it's a nice one. It's very sensitive, right? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. very okay, now, when you're first doing it, uh, most people say use cheap recorders because you have the white noise, but you have this one. How do you know you're not just picking up, it's so sensitive, you're not just picking up a human voice in the crowd? Um, if you do pick up a human voice in the crowd and they're talking to you specifically, if you hear, hey, Ron, like, for instance, if you heard, hey, Ron, I love you. Over a crowd. I never knew. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what happened to me. And, and I know I know what's going on around me. So I'll look at my recorder. I'll look around. No one's talking to me. I hit record, and I continue to look around. Everyone's ignoring me. And you play it back, all of a sudden there's a woman saying these things. You look great. 
No one was but talking. Isn't that like normal time. chatter for like in a crowd? Wouldn't yeah, have if that? someone is talking to you, right. sure. But when no one's talking to you and everyone ha- I mean, has their conversation, that's a going, sense of how new you're not picking up me talking to Ann, for instance. And because you'd say, "Hey, Ann, you look great." But what if it's you know? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's the context of what's being said, um, and it's and it's how it sounds. Because a lot of EVPs sound different than what we sound like. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're mono. A lot of times they're very flat sounding. Sometimes they have reverb in a room that doesn't have reverb. Right. It's completely different acoustic signature to it altogether. Mm-hmm. So well, let me ask you this then. If if you really wanted to do like serious research in EVP, why wouldn't you take that recorder and put it in a soundproof box and have a spirit talk to you through there? So you're actually block, you're blocking out everything. Well, how's a wave going to get in? It doesn't a need a wave. Box? No, it does. No, it doesn't. Because the, um, most of the time, it's an acu- I believe it's an acoustic wave, much like a particle of light is, okay. a, is a wave and it's a particle. It's two different things at the same time. This is proven by science. So there is a duality to things. I think communication uh, with spirit is a telepathic communication, and it's also uh, acoustical energy. I think it's two things at the same time. You know, because spirits have come in and spoke, and two people have heard it, three people have heard it. You know, I was at work, and all of a sudden a woman says, Michael. And the girl next to me says, who is that? (laughs) Because she she heard it, too. Right. So I don't think it's a telepathic link between the two of us. I think it comes into the air. Well, I mean, if you believe the spirits can walk through walls and everything, why couldn't they project their voice through a a box? I mean, I just... Yeah, I haven't tried that. I mean, it's certainly worth a, worth a try. Um, but like you, know, like you said earlier about a cheaper recorder that um, creates noise, uh, maybe they need that energy to, to do the acoustic side of it. Without the acoustic side, they're completely reliant on a telepathic one, and maybe it'll still work. So uh, maybe you could put a white noise it. generator in that same box. And, <laughs> and then what happens, <laughs> now, you've got a, now you have a voice competing with white noise, and right. you try to filter that out, you take the uh, human voice out too. So, I don't know, just curious. That's, yeah. that's what I do. I, I mean, yeah. I like the. Th- that's why I love this field. Yeah, it's is awesome. I just love thinking about different things. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like it's right or wrong. It's just thinking other yeah. possibilities. And this is the same thing that I've gone through over the years. And um, I've tried all different devices. Um, I've recorded different devices. People have other things that they're working on, mm-hmm. different methods. And um, you try them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, another question wow. from Masquatch. Our investigator is leery of admitting to having found nothing because of the standards set by TV. Anything of that? Yeah, TV and the real life are two different things. Yeah. That's first and foremost. Um, yeah, because yeah, we're really not here. <laughs> <laughs> well, they people on those TV, sh- those TV shows, they're paid actors and they have a program to, to uh, produce. Um, directors, producers, um, there's all kinds of people surrounding the script and making it happen. Um, I first realized that that was all fake um, years ago when I saw the lack of evidence. I'm like, wait a minute, where's all the rest of the stuff? Right. Where's all that other stuff that they're not showing? And um, that alone kind of triggered me to say, yeah, I think something's going on with this stuff. Um, There's always something to capture, always, always, always. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if if groups don't... But for you, Mike, but like for Anne, Anne wouldn't get crap. No offense. She's EVP impaired. <laughs> yeah. I Funny. guess I am. I actually yeah. am. <laughs> a little bit. But I'm the same way, so don't feel bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well. it's, um, you know, there are plenty of people who don't capture much. And I just think that it's because um, with them, let's just say the veil is very thick. 
the distance between. Or do you think it's more of a frequency know? thing? No, I think it's just the, uh, it's how close are you to your field? You know what I mean? It's like, um, are you someone who reads the owner's manual of a race car, or are you the driver? Mm-hmm. You know, which one do you aspire to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of mediums they can't do EVPs for crap. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, right. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's a learned thing. It's a, it's a fine tuning. Yeah. You know, sound is like that. They actually have programs that you can take, classes that you can take on critical listening. And um, See, for weeks. See, there's hope for me. There's hope for me. Do you want to listen Shut to up. sine waves and be able to be able to pick out frequencies with sine waves over a three week, four week period? Well, I'm making mental. Not really. <laughs> but it's you know. So we got a couple We've got more a few more. Yes, we do. And, uh, uh, we want to do uh, Ashford. That one. Yeah, that one's okay. a crazy one. This is one of my favorite ones. All right. This this is. Uh, do you want to set it up? Clip number five. Um, it says, hey, Ashford. Uh, yeah. Let me set this up a little let, bit before let it, you play yeah, it. Told off before you play it. Um, this one was recorded at the Faring Tavern down in Wareham. And um, it was down in the basement. And the basement is divided between dirt and a cement floor. And um, um, my friend Matt Moniz was sweeping the dirt off the floor with his foot uh, because we think that the floor was poured over a, a well or a tunnel that went down that fed into a stream. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking it was part of the Underground Railroad. So we were tapping on the floor, seeing it, but sounded hollow. And so he started sweeping the dirt off of the um, of the floor. And uh, I'm just going to tell you what what uh, what is said. And it's a male voice, and and perfectly over the sound of his foot moving. And every time he moved his foot, was the uh, a male that says, "Hey Ashford, I killed Grandpa Ash. I just knew that you'd feel the pain. Then consider it a a gift." And it's broken up that way in a staccato kind of a way because his foot was starting and stopping. So it's uh, it's it's an absolute amazing uh, piece of audio, okay. an admission to murder. Ah, okay. We can go ahead and play that now. It's a little long. It's. Play the. Um, <laughs> Good. Um, how about the uh, the knife? Oh, the knife, the knife is a cool one. Yeah, this, this, very clear. This is another um, nonverbal EVP, um, oh. and this is clip number six. It says knife. Uh, hopefully, that one will be there. <laughs> cool like if you listen to that with a set of headphones on it's just incredible i was standing in front of a kitchen table by myself in the room and people were asking questions around the house and then i listened and all of a sudden you hear a knife like push through an apple and hit the table to me can we play that one more (laughs) time please for that yeah. I was there when I recorded it and that's the that's where the wonderment comes from yeah. you know when you have your headphones on you listen to the playback and all of a sudden you hear that 
<laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. It, it, you know what? It, to me, it actually wow. sounds like somebody took a cleaver, you know, like the guy mm. chasing the fish and the little mermaid. <laughs> poisson, poisson. If you put the headphones on, shock. <laughs> you can actually hear it slice through something. It sounds like an apple, like a nice big ripe apple, firm apple. That's what it sounds like. It's got that sound of it cutting through, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, nice. yeah, it's, it's a big, it could be, <laughs> yeah, you know. That's amazing. Oh, no. Anyway, that's cool. So okay. we're going to play, we're gonna play yeah. one more, yeah, and then I want to get to uh, In a Minute. So hopefully we'll set up uh, right. some time for In a Minute. So we have... Uh, hallelujah, if you want. Um, okay. Um, uh, what, you want to set this, this EVP up yep. for us? This, this was recorded right here in East Bridgewater, and um, it was down on the um, old stagecoach road, which is right next to Strong's Field. Just to the right of it, a little dirt path that goes down and beers to the left. I think we used to park out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways. <laughs> And that, uh, that's the old part of the old stagecoach road. And the legend has that that corner, um, one of the stagecoaches had fallen over. The horses had to be shot. And I think someone was killed. Uh, I don't remember. But um, this was you know, some years ago. And um, just as I was going to shut my recorder off, this um, little communication came in. It's, it's a boys' choir singing hallelujah, just that one word. Mm -hmm. And then one of the investigators says, uh, because they all come in with their own... Um, their own condition, with their own condition, with their own. They all come in with the same thing. Same procedure. Yeah, same procedure. Because they all come in the same. Okay, so this is clip number four. Uh, hallelujah. I have to listen close. Listen. Because they all come the same procedure. One more time, very quick. It's it's a quick one. Because they all come in the same procedure. Completely different than all yeah. the rest of the recordings that I have in that it's a unified communication. All those other ones, they're single persons, uh, single people. Um, and that is, I mean, I've got thousands of audio clips, and 99% of them are all single people speaking. Mm -hmm. When I recorded that, it changed things. It changed the way I looked at this, uh, at, at EVPs, and it kind of was, told me that something more was going on, uh, and it has to be a different place for this, because all those EVPs, the single people, they're all much like we are. You know, it's one of the things that you can observe. You observe your own recordings. They speak just like we do. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, they have wants and needs, and they do things just like we do. But this is a song of praise by a young, very young, um, which sounds to me like a young boy's choir. And that's a unified uh, communication that came right. through, which tells me that it's coming from a different place. So now we have this place that most people speak from, and then there's a higher dimension where I think this came from. So uh -huh. now there's something that's closer to, you know, Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> so we're actually going to do a segment now, which is called In a Minute. And uh, we have 60 seconds. You have 60 seconds to answer our question. Okay. And then you're cut off. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> if you go beyond that, I throw something at you. Anyway, we'll think we, All right, we so don't I don't know if we have six I, minutes. We don't have, but we'll, let's do it while we have. Go ahead. We'll start. All right. Since um, you out. Uh, what is your all-time favorite EVP from your archives? I think the Hey Ashford one is probably one of my top favorites because not only what the spirit is saying, but the strength of it. It's very, very strong. It manipulates um, acoustic sound. If you notice, there's not a whole lot of sound of the foot on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, it was witnessed by several people, um, and it's an admission to murder. Mm -hmm. You know, And that, that to me is, I think, in itself... To Somebody doing that is pretty amazing. Okay. I, I really like that one. Oh, right. you finished that one up pretty quick. 
All right. So my question now. Uh, in your EVP work, do you find there is a good and evil, or is it just all monotone? Um, they, it, there is a good and evil associated with it, and it's basically, you know, the personalities of these people. You know, if you're a, you know, bad dude in this world, when you die, you're going to be a bad dude in that one, and the recordings reflect that. I've heard every swear word that there is, every <laughs> single letter in the alphabet. I've come through time and time again. Um, I've been had death threats, um, called every name in the book, um, and other people as well, not just myself, but I've actually recorded other people's names being called swear words and whatnot. And um, yeah, that happens. That absolutely does happen. Wow. It's going good. Okay. Um, <laughs> what has been your most frightening experience while investigating? Um, getting uh, direct, um, uh, I don't know if I'm say communication, but interaction um, with, uh, with a spirit that didn't like you. <laughs> you know, um, don't provoke if you're going to do this work. Um, I would not say any, to anybody to provoke, to be forceful uh, while asking questions be good because once they come on you and they start to try to strangle you, you'll know it. Yeah, yeah. We just <laughs> I knew it. We're getting our rap cue. Yeah, I'm very know, sorry. That's right. No, it's good. No, we, we, we managed to get our <laughs> we get a few questions in there. Anyways, well, we just have to make sure we have more time for my favorite so, yeah. segment. <laughs> that's right. We'll call it in three minutes. So yeah, we have <laughs> But, um, well, this, uh, I thought this was an awesome sh show, and yeah, uh, thank you so much for being on, Mike, and uh, we always enjoy having you his on, book. you know that. We're going to hold up his book. Uh, this is uh, Mike's book, EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomenon, <laughs> Massachusetts you actually Ghostly have Voices. Wait, it's you so damn long, that? the title's so long. Yeah. Anyways, you can get this uh, book still on the Amazon, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or you can and, order it directly uh, through Schiffer as well. Directly through Schiffer Press. Uh, it's a great read and it's a great listen, you know, on the DVD. Um, there are pictures. Like there are pictures there, in here. See, you know? Yeah, Ron's in there. There's probably yeah. one of Ron in and here. 